0: RAC's post Podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. Over summer, we'd like to share with you some interviews from 2022. These stories have proven popular among fellows over the past 12 months, and they're topics we believe new listeners to RAC's Post-Op Podcast may enjoy too. We do hope you enjoy this interview with Dr. Yasmina Kevrich on why there's been an increase in pregnancy complications among female doctors. When Dr. Yasmina Kevrich was undergoing SET4 training, she discovered she was pregnant. It was a tough period during the COVID pandemic, and although she received strong support from her colleagues and supervisor, she was acutely aware how difficult pregnancy and conception is for women in the medical profession. Last year, Dr. Kevrich and her colleagues, Dr. Russell Hodgson and Dr. Grace Chu, conducted a survey of close to 1,000 doctors in Australia and Aotearoa, New Zealand. They discovered that more than 60% delayed starting a family due to their career. Compared to the general population, the results of pregnancy and fertility issues in the medical profession is staggering. So, what did the study reveal? Dr. Kevrich explains to Chris Ashmore.
1: What we found was that 36% of female doctors suffered a pregnancy loss and 50% had experience a pregnancy complication. And in addition to that, there were also issues with returning to work, particularly surrounding breastfeeding and expressing at work. And there were also problems around the paid parental leave scheme, particularly for the general practitioners.
2: Those are incredible numbers. How do those numbers compare with the general population of Australia and Aotearoa New Zealand and and what's the cause
1: Yeah those figures are really hard to comprehend aren't they In our cohort study the main association was maternal age So women doctors were on average 32.4 years old when they gave birth to their first child and this is in contrast to the Australian population where the average is 29 years When we looked at the surgeons specifically the average age was 33.4 years and the main driving factor for this age-related cause is starting the family later. And the female doctors expressed that it was work-related factors that led to the delay. And they stated reasons such as lack of flexible training, particularly during their medical or surgical training. There were also long working hours. And those were the main factors that led to the delay and the perception that. Completing the training would provide them with a chance to have a stress-free pregnancy in the consultancy years.
2: What other things did the study find? I understand a high percentage of female doctors undergoing IVF as well.
1: That's right. We had up to 30% of female doctors who had to go under the IVF pathway, unfortunately. And that was also because of their experiences with loss of pregnancy during the particularly years of training. Other factors were also lack of parental leave. So there was a major problem among the general practitioners. They treated as sole traders and some could go on for months without income, while others returned to work ahead of schedule because of financial barriers due to the lack of parental leave entitlements. And then the other major factor that we found in this study was those who wanted to continue breastfeeding when they returned to work, only 20% of surgeons had a room available to them that was private to them with a fridge that they could store the express milk. Unfortunately, the rest of the surgeons had to find their own way and sort rooms from colleagues or expressed in disabled toilets. Some unfortunately developed mastitis because of the lack of space to express in between the cases. So there was a big problem among our cohort group.
2: Well, we'll go into it what can be done to alleviate these issues shortly. But before we do, Dr. Kevrich, what motivated you to conduct this study?
1: Yeah, I was pregnant during my training. And while I was pregnant and after delivering my daughter, Sophie, I joined a medical mums group on Facebook, which has over 12,000 doctors as members on there. And there were stories shared about the hardship that the women doctors were facing And given that there is no data currently available in Australia, I decided to run this with uh, my colleagues. And my colleagues were Dr. Russell Hodgson, Dr. Grace Chu, and later we were joined by my colleague Dr. Catherine Suda to complete the study in November. And we have submitted our findings to Journal and hope to have it published very soon.
2: Can you tell me briefly about your own background?
1: Yeah, so I'm a surgical trainee at the Northern Hospital And I became pregnant during my set four training. Unfortunately, it was uh, during the time of COVID. So it was an experience that I hope not many uh, women had to go through because it was quite stressful uh, to worry about going to work and contract a virus that was highly contagious. And at that time, we didn't know what it would do to pregnant women. So it was a particularly stressful time. And I was particularly worried that uh, I was going to lose my pregnancy Fortunately for me, it all worked out in the end, and I have a healthy daughter, and I was very fortunate to be supported by my colleagues, particularly my supervisor during that time, and finally completed also my training and passed my fellowship exams. So in the end, it was an excellent outcome, but unfortunately, many women during the pregnancy and during the time of COVID have gone through some challenging times.
2: Indeed. The survey itself, can you tell me a bit more about the survey? How many people did you survey and um, how did you conduct it?
1: Yes, I conducted a study last year in November and we surveyed uh, 1,099 doctors. We had 45 male doctors who participated as well. And the majority of our participants came from the medical mum page groups, but we had also others from um, other social groups as well. Participating, and there were a wide range of specialists involved, from physicians to surgeons, to paediatricians, to obstetricians and gynaecologists, and from different areas of their profession. So this also included uh, new mums and mums who had multiple children as well.
2: Survey aside, are people generally aware of these issues? Is there a feeling in the college that? there are concerns about pregnancy and fertility complications. If 36% of female doctors have suffered a pregnancy loss or 50% have experienced pregnancy complications, most surgeons would probably know someone who's gone through these issues or is it just not talked about?
1: We do talk about it a lot, particularly on the medical mums group page and I think everyone has met someone who's gone through this problem. Unfortunately, there's no concrete data that backs up these experiences. And this being the first study in Australia to look into this just shows how little attention has been really focused on this issue. So I think finally it's coming to light and the uh, the stories are being shared. And it's becoming more important to support the women who are going through this. We can't have doctors suffering pregnancy complications to this degree and not do something about it. So I think that would be highly unethical. It's finally great that we're actually doing something about this.
2: Well, it's important then, of course, to highlight these issues.
1: Absolutely. So what we need is more research. So this is just one study of one cohort group. But we really need to do more research and expand more on this, on the data that I've captured with my colleagues But we need to also find out what the full extent is across the board. So all the colleges would need to be on board with this and survey their own members to really identify what the key issues are of all the members and all the male and female doctors and how we can address each of the problems. In my research and my literature review, I've found a few solutions that could potentially help, and these include flexible training across all hospitals, Now, I've had the chance to undergo flexible training during my pregnancy and I highly advocate that for other women who want to choose this option. But we need to have this available at every hospital. And we need to have safe working hours for pregnant surgeons. In our cohort group, we have identified that more than 30% of female surgeons worked more than 16 hours per day in their third trimester. And a lot of literature review has shown that long working hours contributes to poor pregnancy outcomes so we need to work at providing safe working hours for pregnant surgeons there's also other factors such as access to paid parental leave to minimize the financial stresses and access to private breastfeeding or expressing rooms so that women returning to work can feel like they can continue their breastfeeding journey because early sensation of breastfeeding has been associated with poor mental health outcomes And overall, we need to reduce the stigma that's associated with training and pregnancy, and this starts with a cultural change. Mm.
2: Any advice for female surgeons or trainees who might be facing um, issues right now, what they can do right now for help?
1: Yes, I think the most important is to find a mentor who supports you. So we at the Northern Hospital have a program which is called ROSE for Medical Parents, so resource outreach support and education and we have a number of mentors who are ready to assist those who are planning to have a pregnancy or those who are currently pregnant and need support. So I think mentorship is by far the most important and please reach out also to the medical mums group. It's an amazing resource and it has 12,000 medical mums who are currently going through most of the things that they might be going through. So this is uh, something I'd strongly advocate for also to join.
0: Dr. Yasmina Kevridge. RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 3111.